You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarkleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Jim Rosman, Dave DePasco back here with you as we get set for the start of the second half here from the South Avenue Sports Complex in Glen Olden, Pennsylvania, between the Ridley Green Raiders and the Interboro Bucks. This is the 46th meeting in this rivalry here on Thanksgiving morning again, and uh, welcome you both into the program here. And uh, so far in this one, a defensive battle, not a lot of offense on display in that first half as both teams. Steve kind of mentioned at the top of the broadcast there's some rust to get off. And, Steve, do you expect maybe some of that's shaken off now and, and we'll see a little bit more offense in this second half? Oh, without a doubt. They both have a football, uh, half a football under the belts after you know, a long layoff, three weeks and a month for Ridley. Uh, but as you said, Ridley's a second-half team, so I expect more out of them. But so far, a defensive struggle. I mean, you had to think coming in last year with a 12 nothing game, uh, you know, 2 nothing now, so... But I do expect you know, big plays from Everton, Malik Young, Callis uh, here in the second half. So far in this one, as Steve just mentioned, last year a 12 nothing game in favor of Interborough. And this this game, and I was at last year's game, is, is eerily reminiscent of, of that game last season. Um, you know, really just couldn't find a way to get the offense down the field far enough. And then when they did, uh, a turnover would occur, and Interborough was able to take advantage of that. Uh, the difference in this one, Jim, a, a safety, a, a, a ball that was snapped well over the head of Ryan Doherty, the punter for Ridley. Yeah, that's it, and it was um, it was done in uh, pretty prolific fashion. I mean, it was high, and it was it had a lot of uh, trajectory, and it was with a lot of force. So, luckily, I mean, if you think about it in the most positive aspect, it went right out of the end zone. And one of the down to one of the men who has the best seat in the house, Dave DePosque, was down there. Dave, uh, uh, I know the wind's still uh, a little breezy down there. I hope you hope you're keeping warm down there. I'm trying to say, well, I'm just thinking of that Thanksgiving feast I'm going to have a little bit later, <laughs> warm me up a little bit. But I'll tell you, it's going to be a real battle in this second half because these field conditions are not any better before as the entire field is now chewed up. It's going to be harder to go to the outside, and this aerial attack might be something else. Thank you, Dave. And uh, that's a good point, Steve, that Dave makes there is, is we saw a lot of lateral uh, movement from both running games, uh, you know, from sideline to sideline rather than up the field. I mean, is, is that a, is that an adjustment you take into consideration as a coach? You know, maybe we should just, you know, power this thing straight forward. Yeah, it's the easiest way to go because, you know, trying to make cuts in this, you know, field condition, it's wet, it's muddy, you know, it's on grass surface. And uh, it definitely, you know, running off tackle or up through the middle is your best option right now. Well, if you were just joining us, and I know, we have listeners all over the place, even one's uh, a family of mine listening in the Woodlands, Texas. I want to wish them a happy Thanksgiving. So I know we've re- at least reached Texas to this point uh, on Thanksgiving Day here. Our first Thanksgiving broadcast as Interboro is set to kick it away to the Ridley Green Raiders to open this half. And Sean Menold will kick it away for Interboro. You have Brock Anderson and Miner set back. At their 11 to return, or excuse me, at their 7 to return here. 12 minutes on the clock. 2 nothing lead for Interboro to open the second half. Ball is teed up for Mendel at the 40. There's our cover. It's a low squibber picked up by Ridley at their own 25-yard line. That's number 81 for the Green Raiders, Mike Cropper, who was brought down 
at the 35. They said the ball comes out, uh, but they're going to say it was down by contact. Dave had the best view of that one. Dave? He ripped the ball out as he was going down to the field, but his knee was on the ground, so it's going to stay Ridley possession, but it was a close call. All right, Dave. Thank you there with the best view for us here. And the Green Raiders come out on first and ten from their own 35 to open this half. They are down 2 nothing to the Buccaneers. Hoffman out of the shotgun, two receivers far side, one to the near side. Callis is the running back. Hoffman looks to throw, looking, looking. Going to fire underneath, incomplete. Intended for number two of the Green Raiders that time, Jasir Miner. Hoffman had some good time there, good protection by his big offensive line. He tries to find Meyer across the middle of the field, but incomplete. Good coverage there by Interbarrow. So it'll be second down and ten. Green Raiders come out with two receivers to the near side, one to the far side. Two near side are done in minor. You have Anderson on the far. Callis is the running back. Hoffman out of the gun, takes it, hands off to Callis, who runs up the middle, and it's a wall of Interboro linemen once again. Still on his feet, though, is Callis pushing forward, so he is going to get about three yards on the play, but it'll bring up third down. Good job by Cal's trying to fight. He's more of your power back, if you will, Malik, more of your finesse back, but both tough, tough, hard runners here. We'll probably see Malik coming on third down, but uh, good job there by Interbar. Bring up a big third down here for the Ridley offense. 11 16 to go, third down and seven officially. Ball at the Ridley 38 yard line. Dunn's the near side receiver. Trey Hinchy checks in as a slot receiver far side. Brock Anderson is to his outside. Hoffman out of the gun, takes the snap. Three-step drop, he's looking, steps up in the pocket under some pressure. He's going to come to the near side, and he's going to be brought down for only a, maybe a yard gain, if that, and it'll bring up fourth down as the Bucks are there defensively. Great coverage there by Interborough as Hoffman and nowhere to go there. Hummel did a good job back. And now flags come in well late after the play, and this is this looks like it's going to be against the Green Raiders. There's a lot of inner, uh, a lot of extracurricular activity after that one. Dave's down there on the sidelines. There are several Ridley players in the box defensive snap on the far side going on. So it looks like there could have been three or four Ridley players they could call this on. It's going to be depending who they want to call it on. First off, and Steve, it's just been. Um, Kind of lack of discipline from from the Green Raiders at times here. Now this is going to be at least, you know, three personal foul penalties. There was three flags on the ground that time, and you know they backed them up for 15 yards again here. And Ryan Docker, you can have to punt it away, and not what you need when you're down two nothing. Yeah, it's it's only a two nothing ball game. I mean, you know, first drive of the second half, but now you're pinned back. Now it's, as Dave talked about, one of the keys of the game, field position. Now Interbauer is going to. Had that advantage after this punt. Dockerty set the punt. He's back at his own 10-yard line. He's punting to Ochuda and Everton, who are at their own 45 here. On fourth down and 21. Snap is good. Dockerty gets the punt off. It's high and short. It's going to come down out of bounds on the Ridley side of the field. Let's see where they officially mark this one. It's going to be at the 47 of Ridley, so not... The longest punt in the world, Steve. Now, excellent field position here for Interbarrow Menold. Going to lead his troops out here now. See if they can add to this 2-0 lead. 
So Interborough takes over, 10-22 to go, third quarter. They lead 2 to nothing. First down and 10 at the Ridley 47. Menold comes out under center. I form two receivers to the near side. It's going to be a handoff up the middle this time to Thomas. Falls forward for maybe two, three yards as he's brought down. Yeah, Thomas gets the ball on the out of the I formation. Nice dive play there. I expect anybody to run the ball a few times here, maybe set up a play action to their uh, impressive wide receiver, Mark Everton. So it'll be second down and eight, ball at the Ridley 45. Everton, the near side receiver with a true to the inside of him. I formation. It's going to be a handoff to Thomas, and Ridley tries to get him in the backfield. He's able to squirt through a hole. Ball comes out at the end. Interborough's back on it, though. And they're going to say it was, he was down. They're going to say they blew the whistle dead. They blew the play dead. Um, it didn't look like he was down, Dave. They were just blowing it dead for forward progress first. They were holding him up, so the, they gave him forward progress going down the field, and that's when the strip happened. So it's going to mark him down at the 46-yard line, Greg? Uh, about that 43 officially there. So the third down and about six or seven. Everton, the receiver, in motion to the near side. Then he checks back to the far side. And Menel looks to throw. Oh, thrown behind Everton. Menel was hit as he threw. That'll bring up fourth down as Ridley was on top of him very quickly, Steve. Yeah, and goes in motion, does a little shake route, uh, cuts in and then to the outside. Um, off the motion, and Mendel just overthrows him. Uh, who knows, maybe a little miscommunication, but nonetheless, fourth down, so <clears throat> good hold there by the Ridley defense. Mendel to punt it away. Anderson and Miner are back to return for the Green Raiders at the 10-yard line. And let's see what Mendel does. Snap is good. Menold's punt is a spiral. Anderson will take it from the 10-yard line. He's going to go to the far side of the field. He has some blockers over there. He gets a good block. No flag. A clean block far side. Lowers his shoulder to Anderson and still goes forward. Man, he lowered his shoulder extremely hard on that far side and was able to pick up an extra five yards. And the Interboro sideline wanted a flag for the block in the back. It was very close, Steve. I've seen that call before. That was very. It was on his side. I'm. You know, it all depends on what the ref, you know, wants to call. Uh, but it could have been called, you know, probably a good no call. But there you go. A lot of momentum here for Ridley. And they're, they're trying to separate the sides on that far sideline. After Brock Anderson lowered his shoulder, there's an inner barrel player down on that far side. So we'll check back with you in just a minute. 8.52 to go third quarter. You're listening to Thanksgiving Day Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans. Is your home, garage, or shed in need of a clean-out, but you just don't have the time or the strength or the manpower of, say, an offensive line? Well, we have the solution for you. Delco Cleanouts is a reliable and reasonably priced junk removal business that serves the greater Philadelphia area. Delco Cleanouts is your source for professional junk removal, large or small, property cleanouts, and small local moving jobs. In addition, Delco Cleanouts will now demolish and remove fences, sheds, and hot tubs. Let Delco Cleanouts do your dirty work. For a full list of services, check out DelcoCleanouts.com or contact them at 610-638-1284. Delco Cleanouts, the reliable source for all your cleanout needs. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Dave, we're back here. Greg Peck of Steve Dave's the Pasta sideline. And Dave, after that Brock Anderson punt return... He lowered his shoulder, and that really got the Ridley sideline fired up. 
Coach Lanoff is going berserk. It's the player coming off the field. They are both pointing towards these crowds, firing up. It is loud down here. You can hear it from the sidelines. Thank you, Dave. So Ridley takes over on first down and 10 from their own 38-yard line. 8.52 to go in the third quarter. Hoffman comes out of the shotgun. Four wide receiver set. Snap goes. Hoffman wasn't ready for it. He's going to go back and no, he's not on it. Picking it up this time is mine, is, is Malik Young. He does have it. He's knocked out of bounds. This is going to be a loss for the Green Raiders. The snap came and Hoffman was not ready for it. He was going to check down from his sideline. Yeah, and just a miscommunication between the quarterback and center as it goes right by him. Fortunately, Ridley picks it up, but big time, uh, loss there on yards. Hoffman tried to get on it, then he bobbled it, and it kicked away as the Bucks were trying to get on it, and Malik Young there for the Green Raiders, able to get back on it, move it forward a little bit further than it was. But anyhow, it's 8.43 to go. Third quarter, second down, and about 20 for the Green Raiders. From their own 29. Hoffman out of the pistol. Takes it, it's a pitch to Malik Young to the near side, and he cuts it to the outside, tries to cut it back, and then... Is brought down off a couple of yard game. I'm trying to figure out why he caught it back. So he looked like he had a hold of the inside. Yeah, it's very tough to see you know, our angle there. But uh, we're third down and long here, and you see some extracurricular activity. Guys pushing each other, and there's no love lost in this robbery. Absolutely not. As, and, you can and tell. as long as this score remains this close, and the you know time continues to move, this thing is going to get uh, a little bit more emotional with each second for both sides. As the Interborough crowd starts to get on their feet here. Trips bunched far side for Ridley. One receiver near side. Hoffman out of the gun. Takes the snap. Looks. Pulls down. Pumps. He's going to fire. And it is incomplete. As the defender, Hummel, got tied up with Ryan McLaughlin at the 35. But I think that was that was a good no call there. Yeah, you know, guys, I really think, too, on some of these passing plays, both coaches are waiting. You know, the offensive side is waiting for these flags to come out. No. It's just not going to come yeah. out. Not going to happen no. today. No, they're, they're, they're letting them play on the outside. This is not uh, in any way an NFL <laughs> uh, officiating crew at all where they throw it for pretty much anything. Here's Dockery to punt it away here on fourth down. Ochuda and Everton to return. Dockery takes the snap. It's a good punt. End over end. It's going to hit down at the 42. Going to take a Ridley bounce inside the Interborough 35-yard line. Just curls out of bounds there at the 35. And with 7.41 to go third quarter, the Bucks will take over with a 2-0 lead. Yeah, Bucks take over here. Good stop there by their defense. And we talk about how tough this robber is. Just found out that, you know, although these guys hate each other on the field right now, uh, the quarter, both quarterbacks play on the American Legion team together. Yes. So a lot of, it's only yeah. a two-mile radius of apart these schools but a lot of these guys are still friends but right as you can see so far throughout this game uh it's a very uh, tough battle out there yeah you have you have a lot of inner community mingling uh, especially within baseball because the programs especially the little league program encompasses both school districts here you go mental under center gives it to ochuda sweep far side tries to get to the edge he does get it hinchy tries to make a play ochuda run out of bounds just shy of the first down and around the 43 though Hinchy does a good job of trying to make up some steps there. But uh, Urchuda does an uh, even better job of cutting up towards the Ridley sideline, picking up a good amount of yards close to the first down. Second down and two for the Bucks 
at their own 43-yard line here in this third quarter. Everton, the near side receiver. Ochoa's a wing back. I formation after that. Mendel under center. Slipping that time is Thomas. He still gets the football. Runs forward. Has a first down. A flag comes in late. And this is in the vicinity of, of what's typically holding, Steve. Yeah, it might get fullback on holding here. And that's what it will be. It will be a hold, so that will negate the first down and bring up what would most likely be third down. And, and uh, they're going to give it. They're going to say the hold came at, at, at about where the first down stick was. So it'll be third down and the second down and ten again as we repeat the down. Ball will be at the thirty-five. Yeah, it might have been away from the play. It was not away from the play, but it was unneeded. Yeah. Still would have picked up the first down, but yeah, it was right at the first down marker. So second down and ten, as you said, Greg. Everton near side receiver. Pattinson far side receiver. Menno looking to throw. He's going to fire to Pattinson. Incomplete off of his hands on the far side of the field. Just over his head a bit. And this really defense has done a great job. I can't stress it enough in the secondary. You know, double, triple in Everton, not letting him. Uh, you know, make a big play to open up this game. So a lot of credit got, got, has to go to the Green Raider defense. 2 nothing lead for the Buccaneers. No, this is not a baseball game as much as that score would like to show it. 6.33 to go, third quarter. Third down and 10 for the Buccaneers. Two receivers are a true to Everton to the near side. Two running backs in the backfield. Mental play action, looking, looking. He's going to fire incomplete about six steps ahead of... Ochuda, who was the intended target on the near side. Junior defensive back Christian Dunn. Excellent coverage once again for the Green Raiders, forcing Interbarrow to punt. And Dave uh, really wanted some offensive pass interference on that one, but you really got to tackle a guy to get a call like that today. Yeah, they're letting the boys play on the outside. You're going to have to drag them down to the ground to get a call to the outside. That's why we're seeing a lot of throws down the field because they're covering the flat, as you said, but you're going to be, expect a lot of running to get anything done today. Menold set the punt of the way here. Thanks, Dave. Here's the snap. Snap's good. The punt is a good one. Anderson's going to take it for Ridley from the 27-yard line. Looks to go far side. He cuts it up. He finds a hole and runs into his own man and brought down at the 43. He's tripped up by his own man. If, if he gets by him, Steve, he might be gone. Yes, I mean, only guy back there. He would have got to that Ridley side where no one was. Menold was back because he just punted it, but if he doesn't trip over his man, that could be six for Ridley. I have a feeling this game may break on that special teams play. It already has, but the final difference could be a kick return one way or the other. 6.15 to go third quarter. First down and 10 for the Green Raiders from their own 43. Hoffman out of the shotgun, two receivers far, two to the near. Hoffman takes the snap, looks, fires, near side, incomplete. A great defensive play on the outside that time for Interborough as the pass was intended for Christian Dunn. Bay comes in and makes an excellent play on the ball as Dunn is unable to haul it in. Bang, bang play there. He his, He's hit immediately as the ball's coming in. Good throw by Hoffman, but even better play by Bay. I know the defensive backs coach, uh, Joe Coffey, has got to like that defensive play. Great break there for the Bucks. And that, that was almost going to be taken back for a touchdown. Yeah, if, if he jumps that route, that, that, there's no one in front of Bay that time. Second down 
and 10. Ball on the 43-yard line for Ridley Hoffman. Trips to the near side, one of the far. Hoffman looking, looking, plenty of time to throw. Steps forward in the pocket. Hit from behind as he throws. The catch is made. A great hit. But the catch made by Amir Staggs for a first down. Excellent pocket presence by Hoffman. Jake Hoffman's done a great job all day avoiding pressure. Guy came in and gave a lick on him from the backside, but he delivers a strike to his receiver. He got destroyed at the end of that play. <laughs> and then the receiver to be able to have the presence of mind to catch it. Yeah, Amir Staggs is a senior at 6'2", 185, able to haul that in. And a great job by the Green Raiders there to bring up a new first down inside Bucks territory at the 46-yard line. Three receivers far, one to the near. Hoffman takes the snap. It's a handoff to Malik Young. He goes off tackle. He picks up nine yards and is close to a first down here on that play. And now the Green Raiders seem to be getting something together here. The fans are exploding over there as they... Back-to-back big plays there. This one, this time Malik Young takes up the middle close to a first down, and Ridley has a lot of momentum going right now. Second down and about uh, one and a half here from the 37 of Interboro for the Green Raiders. Three receivers far side, one near. Hoffman out of the shotgun with Young in the backfield. Hoffman takes the snap. It's thrown underneath. Incomplete. Hit his target minor, but it was dropped. And Miner was hit hard as he tried to corral that ball. Chris Hummel comes in, puts a lick on him. He's unable to haul it in. Third down and short for the Green Raiders. And I get the feeling of watching that play. He may have heard some footsteps. (laughs) It's a tough position in that slot position when you're asked to go on a slant route over the middle like that. You know you're going to take a hit. It's a matter of securing the football. Third down and about... A yard and a half, maybe two from the Interboro 37 for the Green Raiders here. They go three wide receivers to that far side again. Staggs is the single receiver near side, and Young is the running back in the backfield. Hoffman takes the snap. It's a quick screen pass to Staggs, incomplete, well over his head. I mean, there was a good foot above Staggs' reach, and Staggs is six foot two, as we mentioned a moment ago, so that was at least eight feet high. Yeah, just over his head there. Good coverage again, though, by Bay, and... Interesting here. I mean, I would say go for it, but the way your defense is playing, I mean, you know, it's tough to punt here. Might probably go in the end zone. Potentially, it's only about a net of well, Hoffman's coming. Yards, Hoffman's coming back to the huddle here. This is the sweet spot. You got to go for it, but they yeah. got to run, right, fellas? Uh, they tried to go for it once on a fourth down at about this distance, and the spot was, you know, questionable last time. Watch out for the re-option. Hoffman's coming. Here. Hoffman's coming out in a shotgun. Maybe try and draw them off sides here. Nope, it's a quick handoff to Malik Young. The speed of Young gets the first down, and he's across the 30 and into Bucks territory down to that 26. There you go with the read option. They did it earlier. Hoffman keeps it on the third down in the first half. This time he gives it to Young. Explosive back, burst up the middle for a big first down. Six plays, 31 yards so far on this Ridley drive, Greg. So they have. this is their longest sustained drive to this point. And with 4.40 to go third quarter, they come out on first and 10 from the inner borough, 26. Three wide receivers near side, one to the far side. Hoffman out of that gun again. Takes the snap. He's looking. It's a hitch route on that far side of the field. Caught by number 25 for the Green, or 24 for the Green Raiders. 26 for the Green Raiders, excuse me, Tom Riley. Hard to see the numbers on that far side. And Everton knocks him out of bounds there. So another good gain on first down. Ridley continues this drive as Hoffman's doing a great job at directing it. So Riley made that catch, about a seven-yard gain. Ball is at the 
19 of Interboro on second down and about three and a half yards. Three receivers near side, and it's going to be a handoff to Malik Young. He gets a good block, but then Interboro able to stop him after only about a yard or so gain on the play. He runs in the Hummel. Did a good job of running through Malik Young and bringing him to the ground. So third down and short for the Green Raiders. Dave, the uh, the pull blocker that time appeared to fall down for the Green Raiders, slipped a little bit. Yeah, the field conditions aren't helping as it's going to bring up a third and two down here as we finally have a team reaching the red zone today. That, a great point by David. It's our first red zone trip at all in this contest as it's 2 nothing lead for the Buccaneers. Third down and two from... The Bucks 16, Hoffman gives it to Malik Young. He's still moving forward, and it's going to be close to a first down as Young falls forward, and they are going to move the chain, so they do give him the first down at that Buck 14-yard line, or 15-yard line, excuse me, Steve. I like what Coach Decker and this offense is doing. <laughs> Keep giving the ball as this turkey continues to interrupt me. Keeps giving Malik Young the ball. Um, and uh, he picks up a first down here as Ridley's well in striking range. Hoffman comes out with Young in the backfield with him out of that shotgun. you got two receivers near side, two to that far side. And now Coach Decker has to call a timeout for the Green Raiders. So 2.49 left to go third quarter. Bucks lead 2-0. You listen to Thanksgiving Day Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Is your vehicle in need of service or repairs? Well, Accurate Auto and Tire, located in Collingdale, Pennsylvania, has been providing auto repair services to Delaware County drivers since 1991. With over 90 years of combined experience, the technicians at Accurate Auto provide quality service at a fair price. And if you bring your vehicle in with an unwrapped new toy by December 20th or a canned food good by December 31st, you can receive $10 off your total invoice. So if your car is in need of service, call Accurate Auto today at 610-532-9914. And the guys at Accurate Auto have a happy and safe holiday season. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePosca back here with you for the Ridley Interboro Thanksgiving Day game from the South Avenue Sports Complex here. Out of this timeout here, Ridley has the ball first and ten. At the Buck 15-yard line here, the deepest they've gone into Interboro territory in this one. 2.49 left to go third quarter. Four wide receivers for Hoffman out of the shotgun. Young is the back in the backfield with him on first down. Interboro showing blitz here. Hoffman back to pass. They bring five. Throw it underneath. Miner makes the catch on a hitch route. Miner is into the end zone for Ridley. Touchdown, Green Raiders. <laughs> Great route there by Miner. Good protection by the Ra- a Green Raider offensive line. And Hoffman finds his target middle of the field for a Ridley Raider touchdown. As, and Dave, that was a great route by Miner. Found the soft spot in the zone on that blitz and able to just crowd and use the speed to get in. He was able just to find a spot in the zone and cut up the seam to get that touchdown. Doherty on here. Eagles come. Uh, Raiders come out with a line to the left here. They're going to go for two. And now there's a flag blown, blowing, blowing this one dead. False start by the Green Raiders, they say. So the Green Raiders came out in like kind of one of them special packages you see on, you know, with the line all the way left. The only guy on, on the on the ball was the center. Doherty was in the backfield. Now this will be backed up five yards, and let's see what they do here. Um, as they do bring on Esteban Munoz. Uh, he just came on. Now he's going back off. 
I don't mind them going for two here because since you go up by six points, Interboro scores. That extra point's not always for sure. No, 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 yeah. Yeah, you got to get to eight um, to maybe kind of give yourself some help. So here we go. Ball is placed at the eight here as Ridley will go for two here after the Desir Minor touchdown a moment ago. Ridley comes out in a shotgun with Hoffman and Young and four wide receivers. Hoffman takes the snap. He's going to throw a fade route. Intercepted by the Bucks, And that was Bay with the interception. So with a 6-2 ball game, 2.41 to go third quarter. You're listening to Thanksgiving Day Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecker, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua here with you. Ridley set to kick off after they scored a moment ago to make it 6-2. Jasir Miner had the reception from Jake Hoffman. And then the two-point conversion was no good after an interception. So Fisher to kick this one away. Interboro, three men back, Ochuda. And Everton to return. This is a high end over end. Ridley's going to try for the... Oh, Ridley gets an onside kick from Ridley! Brock Anderson! Able to get under and they skied that kick and now flags come down. And they're going to say it's the Interborough wave for a fair catch is what I believe they're going to call here. Dave's down there on the sideline. Dave, did you see a fair catch signal at all? I did see a fair catch signal. He was able to try and catch it, and Ridley jumped on top. I think it was a live ball, so most likely this is going to be interference. Steve, uh, certainly you know a play that we've seen in the past, and the only thing is, is that a lot of times with those high ones, you got to hit the ground first and get a chopper that way, but uh, or let it touch a buck. Yeah, I didn't see a fair catch, but yeah. you probably did call one. Uh, I'm not really sure what the rule I mean. If you don't bump in them, can you still go after the ball or? No, as soon I mean, from from my understanding is as soon as that wave, you have to allow that individual to receive the football. Well, that makes sense then. So Interbar will def will get the ball here. But I mean, imagine if that was converted, Ooh. that would have been you know a lot of momentum for Ridley already with a six-two lead. It was definitely a a great thought by the Green Raiders to go that route. Um, but Interborough able to get that fair catch signal in must have been very quickly. The you know kudos to the line judge on the far sideline for spotting that because it, it probably was a split second move by the Bucks. So anyhow, Buccaneers will take over first down and ten at at their own forty-eight. Menold hands it off this time to Hummel. Comes to the near side off tackle and he picks up seven or eight yards before he's brought down at the thirty-five. Number 32, in on the stop, Todd Parker, the senior linebacker. So a good first down gain there for Interborough. 
Second down and three for the Bucks at the Ridley 45. 2.18 to go, third quarter. Green Raiders lead 6-2. to two. Everton, the near side receiver, eye formation. Mentaled under center for the Bucks. Take quick handoff up the middle to Thomas. He gets the first down, and then he's being lifted up past the 40 and, and slammed down to the ground here. But a first down for the Bucks. Thomas on a quick guard trap there. Fullback position takes it. Picks up a first down. Good blocking by the center and offensive guard of Interboro. Now the Buccaneers trying to answer the Ridley touchdown. Everton near side receiver. Mental eye formation. Ridley showing blitz. Looks like they're going to bring about seven or eight. It's a quick screen pass to Everton. Incomplete off of his hands. Coverage that time provided by Gene Gibbons, the, the cornerback for Ridley. Excellent coverage by Gibbons there. I mean, that was a dangerous throw. Gibbons was right on top of Everton there. Fortunately, incomplete for Interbar to bring up second down. So it'll be from that 39 of Ridley here on second down with 1.40 to go third quarter. 6-2, to two, the Green Raiders lead. Metal with Everton as the receiver near side. He fumbles the snap. Can't tell who's on it. Looks like Metal got back to it. And he did. Dave, things getting a little interesting down there. The Bucks offense has awoken with the Green Raiders going down the score, but this drive is stalled due to a few mis- misuse, I would say, just trying to get to the outside with Everton going before he can get another snap. That's about the second or third time we've seen a bad snap this game. Yep. Third down. Thank you, Dave. Third down here in 12 for the Bucks. Ochuda in motion far side. Mental takes it. Play action. Falls down. And he's going to be down at the 49. I think he just slipped just there. Yeah, I mean, just, there's a patch right on the 50-yard and dead center in the middle of the field. Yeah, he's trying to go for play action. Looks like he clipped his own heels and just went just went down. And it'll bring up fourth down, and the Bucks will have to punt with 44 seconds to go third quarter. Anderson and Miner to return back at their own 10. Menold's going to have to punt this one away. He's at his own 40. Snap is good. Menold's punt. Old wobbler. And Anderson's going to let it go. It's going to trickle near the goal line. And it's going to be down exactly at that six-inch mark just outside the goal line. Oh, wow. He can't get any close. I thought it hit the line. But, I mean, our angle's not as good as the referees. But That was Jeremiah Della Priscoli who slid down there. And now if it was in the NFL's... His, he actually touched that football when he was in the uh, right before he was in the end zone. If he's in the NFL, that may not be go that way. Um, but in any event, Ridley is like actually on their own goal line where this ball is spotted. Dave, that's that, that's as close as close can be. That can't get any closer than that goal line. That ball is right on the line. That was a tremendous job by the teams in this game as they're going to come out on about the inch line. I'm, I'm expecting Hoffman comes out of this shotgun. Set with De Gregorio. The Bucks have stacked the box here. Send a man in motion. It's done. It's a little pitch on that. And looks like Interboro might have another safety. Oh, no, they're coming out in spot, and they're saying his forward momentum got him out of the end zone. They're saying he got back to that line of scrimmage. They're saying it got him out of the end zone. That's a dangerous play call. Because <sighs> yeah, if any buck gets through that line any faster, that that's a safety. 
I don't. That's an interesting play call. You would think in that mo- you would just line up with Hoffman and just push forward with your line, but that's the end of the fourth quarter or third quarter. Excuse me, six to two. The Green Raiders lead. We'll keep it here. And and, and Dave, that was a quite an interesting way to finish a, a quarter. That was so close for me in the say I can't even tell you because the ball is on the inch yard line, and then he decided to do the jet sweep to the outside. The entire front line of the box is in that backfield. He must have dove over top because that could have easily been called a safety. All right, we will pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Thanksgiving Day Football on the Tigers Radio Network.